This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Stephen Sanofsky, a board partner at the venture capital firm Andreessen Horowitz, where he serves as an advisor to various companies, including as a board member of the e-discovery software provider Everlaw. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Well, it's good to talk to you today. I'm doing great. Thank you. It's a privilege to speak with you. So tell us about your background and your role at Andreessen Horowitz. Sure. Well, at Andreessen Horowitz, which is, you said, is a venture capital firm in uh, Silicon Valley, we are a multi-stage uh, investor in technology companies. Our mantra is software eats the world, and we're very focused on, on helping software change the world and change business. I serve at the firm as a board partner, which means I uh, serve on the board of directors of investments that the firm does, and I also work broadly with uh, the portfolio companies, helping them scale up their business. And I do that because before this, I worked for 23 years at Microsoft, uh, where I worked in a variety of products, actually just about all of the different ones um, over the years. Uh, but I spent 12 years uh, working and eventually leading and also worked on, on uh, Windows. So why is law-related software so attractive right now? Well, what's super interesting about about law software is that it's, you know, it's very, very technology-centric uh, in what it needs. Like, the problems are very complicated. And the whole business of software is being sort of reinvented um, right now by cloud computing. So years ago, you know, if you were to start a law firm, and many firms, many, many firms still operate this way, step one of starting the firm for your technology needs was to work with a local provider and then get a server installed in your firm. And there would be this weird computer in the back of the firm that ran the firm. And today, not just for the, the billing and infrastructure, but for the process of litigation even, there are many alternatives that require no server, which means they're much cheaper, they're much easier to use, you can start using them right away, they're relatively maintenance-free, and all of those options are, are coming to be available to customers now as we speak. And so there is a reinvention of the technology infrastructure for running a law firm that's making it very interesting. And it reminds me a lot of uh, going through the, the early days of word processing when you know, you know, when there wasn't even a Windows computer and many firms use, like, dedicated word processors. And through this transition where working on Word and adding the right features and building the business, you know, Word, Microsoft Word became a, a favorite among law firms. As the author of a book called Reinventing Professional Services, I love your characterization of the reinvention. So you have been involved with the investment of by Andreessen Horowitz uh, into Everlaw, is calculating a valuation of an e-discovery company different from another industry given the unique nature of the work? I'm speaking with you know, a lawyer and a bunch of lawyers are listening and I'd love to say, oh, lawyers are super special and their software is super special when it comes to the financial metrics. But by and large, um, when, you, when you think about what, what is a company's potential, you're really, you're really looking at um, how many customers do they have, how much do the customers like the product that they're buying, and how much can they um, pay, and what's that relationship like. And so there's not a lot different. Um, the, the big difference is, is that's interesting, and I think many of yourself, you've experienced this, and many of the listeners will, is that the, there's not like single dominant providers of software to the law profession, um, and just speaking about the United States. You know, the, most law firms acquire and manage their software by working with uh, local partners. 
like literally local, that, that has agents and representatives that live and work near their law firms. And so one of the neat things about, about cloud software is that it, it doesn't need these on-premises servers and things like that, but it also benefits greatly from working with local partners and having them support and train and work with the firms on the software they acquire, even if it comes from a cloud. So there's lots of different things that are different about law software, but, but not necessarily that different. How long does it take your team generally to evaluate a company for an investment? Venture is, is a highly specialized field, uh, like the law, just actually a much smaller number of people uh, practice it. But in general, like um, the biggest thing, it depends on how early the company is. You know, if, if a, a company is just formed and they are just figuring out what to do, and that's called the seed stage, you know, there's only so much you can look at. Like, they don't have customers yet. They don't even have a lot of code you could look at. Um, they have an idea and founders. And so you focus the evaluation on, on the, the founders and what they bring to it. And then as a company matures and seeks further funding, which is called investment stages, you know, there's just more and more that you can look at. Um, at and you look at them like, you know, what are their sales? You can talk to customers. You can talk to um, their salespeople. You can talk to the partners that they work with. And so it, it takes more time as the company matures. But it's also, this is a very fast-moving industry. And so you generally um, don't have the luxury of spending months evaluating something because it, it does, it, the payback isn't as high on the amount of data you can acquire. You know, many of the times the companies are still relatively uh, small in that sense. Which is very different than, say, when you when a company is a publicly traded company and you can look at the stock market and all of its earnings filings and years of data. That generally doesn't happen in the venture world. How does a board member influence the strategy of a portfolio company? We join the board of a company to support the founders, um, not to influence them, not to direct the strategy. In fact, the main a main thrust of the investments that Andreessen Horowitz leads are very focused on on founders with a strong idea of, of the future, which is clearly what we, we saw in A.J. Shankar, the, the CEO and founder of Everlaw. And so I view my role on the board not as, as sort of influencing the strategy as much as supporting the founder strategy that we invested in. And that's how, how I tend to think of it. What is the appeal of, of legal technology by the broader technology community say about where the legal market is headed? What's interesting is that it's going through a reinvention, and that's what makes it exciting and interesting. You know, for, for you know, 20 years or so, law firms have been sort of run infrastructure-wise by these servers running file sharing, running maybe some document management, running some practice management. And then for the most part, that was the technology base. And then the, the economics of cloud, the technology of cloud, things like artificial intelligence, machine learning – have changed what software can do to help lawyers do their the work that they want to do. And so it's be very exciting because anytime you have the ability for software to to improve work dramatically, it's super interesting from a technology perspective and super interesting from a business perspective. And that's where we are today with the, the legal profession. What would you recommend to a legal technology company or an e-discovery software provider who is interested in attracting a venture investment? The, the kind of investments that are the most exciting for me personally are ones where 
the the founder has um, two important qualities. One is a very strong and relevant technical background in in what they want to make, and two, some reason that they got attracted to the problem. We, you know, sort of what's the organic reason that they're interested in in the space. You know, um, Everlaw was super interesting in that regard. So AJ was studying um, computer science at the PhD level at the University of California, Berkeley, which is one of the leading departments for generations in, in computer science. And he was a hardcore computer scientist. And then he found himself involved as sort of a, um, uh, uh, an expert witness in legal cases working with a local firm. And through the course of that sideline job, which was literally just, I'm in grad school, extra money would be good, he, he started learning a lot about the law and realized just how much more efficient and how much richer the experience for lawyers could be if they took advantage of modern software. And he did what graduate students in Silicon Valley often do, which is take their knowledge and build a company. And so he started a company focused on, on the problem that he was experiencing as an expert witness, which was rifling through e-discovery and depositions and things like that. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Stephen Sanofsky, a board partner at the venture capital firm Andreessen Horowitz, where he serves as an advisor to various companies, including as a board member of the e-discovery software provider Everlaw. Stephen, thanks so much. Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Love to participate.